Come at the king, you best not miss. You're not locked in the zone, zone 32. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Zone 32 podcast. My name is Jake, his name is Drew, his name is Will, his name is Grant. Some things happened today and over the weekend. I'll do the quick thing and then Ravens signed Nelson Aguilar, so all right, good for them. Now, let's get into the meat of it, the actual meat of it. As of this morning, Ravens, was it, when John Harbaugh went on to speak at the owners' meetings, Lamar Jackson put out a two or three tweeted tweet saying on March 2nd, he requested a trade away from the Raven. He wants to join greener pastures, go somewhere else. I don't fucking know. I'm, he's saying, they're thinking, please, somebody pay me. Pay me, please. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing. Drew, give me your thoughts, and I'll ask, which do you think is more likely at this point? I mean, honestly, we don't know, but. Well, I, ha- I, have, I, have, I have a theory. I have a theory. We'll, we'll get to that. So that was a bizarre morning for me. Um, I was very unplugged offline while that happened and opened my phone to about 600 notifications of, you know, tweets, text messages, people freaking out. Um, I've dug more into it and basically read his tweets and looked at a lot of the follow-up information. I think it's strange in a very poorly worded tweet from him. I think it's very odd to be talking about the Ravens won't meet your value. And you won't say if it's a dollar value, if it's a supporting cast value, if you feel like you're not valued by the team. Like, it was a very vague statement there. Also, it's March 27th, um, and you're saying you requested a trade on March 2nd. But then Ian Rappaport came out and said that you were negotiating a new contract as late as last week with the Ravens. So uh, it's kind of a weird mixed message tweet. Um, you know, the initial meltdown was, oh my God, Lamar's gone. He hates us, blah, blah, blah. You know, fuck EDC, fuck the Ravens. And you, you get the the typical idiots reacting one way. And then the, uh, you know, I'm a Ravens fan till I die crowd reacting the other way. And Twitter was, you know, fucking shitstorm all afternoon with that. So what I think's going on here is that Lamar is going to be a Raven long-term. I know that this is kind of a, a wild theory and maybe a stretch to get here, but I think that Lamar and the Ravens are clearly at some kind of impasse on the contract. I don't know if it's guaranteed money. I don't know if it's, it does. It doesn't really matter what it is. There's something that they don't think that they don't agree on. The Ravens told him to go, you know, look at the market and get what you can on the open market. And he hasn't been able to get anything on the open market because the general consensus has been that he's going to, you know, Baltimore is going to match and he's not going to leave the Ravens. So by publicly requesting a trade, basically putting blood in the water, telling somebody to come get me, you know, maybe you get a Jim or say, maybe you get a whoever the fuck the Texans owner is at this point to come, you know, make some huge offer to him and, you know, just basically get business started. I think it's a fucking, it's a bold strategy. It's kind of like the last thing that he has going for him. I mean, he's been pretty much unhinged for the last like two weeks with, with when it comes to this contract shit. Um, Will and I could probably go back and forth for about six hours with entire Jim and Ken Francis jokes, but uh, it was just a. It, it's been it's been weird the last couple of weeks, and I, I think he's getting to the point where you know he, he's he's desperate. Like he wants to get paid. The Ravens have offered him clearly the best offer on the table to him, and it's not what he's looking for. And so he's trying to draw up a market, and it doesn't seem like there's a market there. And maybe this works, maybe this doesn't. I think this is a whole bunch of nothing, and I think eventually he's going to be a Raven, but I could just kind of be, you know, a little bit overly optimistic there. 
I just don't see the Ravens putting the non-exclusive tag on him if they were not going to sign him. I don't think that you just trade him for half the picks that he's worth at that point. Yeah, well, I don't think that, um, number one, I don't think he's getting traded for the the value of the, the non-exclusive tag. So um, Okay, so I have an issue with that because you said that to me, and I think Chip said it to me online too. There's no way a team agrees to go over the non-exclusive tag. Well, they, uh, well, yes, they will. Because here's the reason, Drew. Because if what, whatever their contract offer is, the Ravens can match it. So the Ravens mm-hmm. still hold all the cards in terms of if a team wants him, if they really do want him, before they make an offer, they're really just going to have to come to the Ravens and say, we want him. What's it going to take? Rather than going through the process with Lamar. And then Lamar's got to be involved, obviously, because the second more complicated aspect of the entire process is getting Lamar to agree to sign with the other team because he won't agree to sign with us because of the offer. Now, what we've heard, we heard the whispers or we heard the reports from the combine. The combine was um, March 4th, if I remember correctly, right? That weekend, it was, it was around the time that, that Lamar requested the trade. So the Ravens knew he wanted to be traded. They were there talking to other teams about, um, you know, what, what the offers were that the Ravens were making so that other teams would have an idea of what the cost would be if they were looking to acquire Lamar Jackson in, you know, in whatever way they could, whether it be through a trade or, uh, you know, make an offer if he's on the non-exclusive tag. The Ravens were testing the waters with other teams and what they would be willing to to pay. So there was no team that came out of that basically uh, with the intention of pursuing him because they knew that the contract demands were too high. And that's why you saw the on March 7th, the tag got applied and immediately all those teams said, we're out, we're out, we're out, we're out. And then today, Lamar does this today, knowing full well all the GMs and all the owners and all the head coaches together. Are, are together, and the same exact thing has come back that the contract demands are a non-starter for every single team that would be in on him. That's that's what came out today. So it's it's no different. Now that doesn't mean that there's not going to be talks, but what Lamar needs to understand is the market he wants isn't necessarily the market that exists. So whatever his desperation is, and whatever he's trying to force with all this wild behavior, it's I think having the inverse effect on his value, because you're talking about teams that are going to invest up to a quarter of a billion dollars. He wants potentially fully guaranteed or a lot of it fully guaranteed. And um, you're telling me these people are going to be comfortable investing that type of money into a guy who is acting this way when he's trying to get paid, as opposed to going about it in a way that's, you know, uh, I don't I don't know what the proper word to use is here. He to me he's acting extremely immature. He's acting like a kid. Um, the 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 way that he he's trying to like uh, manipulate the market again I think is backfiring in his face because all the other teams are seeing is a guy who's going to be a headache for them. When you know, um, you know, like this, like we've said, Josh Allen signed a deal that he's going to be able to renegotiate that deal soon. Uh, Patrick Mahomes can renegotiate his deal soon. I mean, really anytime, but like, um. Lamar is going to sign a deal with the expectation that when he gets two, three, four years into it, that he's going to negotiate a new one. He's going to see more guys get paid. And now what we're seeing is the entire basis of what he wants in a, in a contract is based on one contract that no other team in the league. But is do we know that? Touch. 
Well, do we know it, that for a fact? Well, it's, that's, that's it's a factor. It's a factor. It has to be because he was offered significantly more fully guaranteed at signing than any con- than any contract in the history of the NFL, except for Watson. But what if it's you know what if it's he wants? And I'm I'm throwing shit against the wall here because honestly nobody has any fucking idea. And I think that you know there is some merit to say that maybe he wants closer to Watson guaranteed money. I have no fucking idea. But what if he wants two hundred and forty million dollars guaranteed for injury after three years? Like what? If, what if that's something that he's asking that the Ravens are saying no to? Is okay. that really that ridiculous of an ask? I have no idea. Yeah, I think I it kind of is, and you know why? Uh, because he that this is where this is the uncomfortable truth. Two forty over three years. Yeah, two forty. No, 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 I'm saying after three years, that two hundred forty million dollars of his contract is fully guaranteed only for injury. That's a, the problem no. with it. The, here's the problem with it. the problem is, and and again, so this is this, right. This is where an agent is important because you don't have to have this conversation with the guy and hurt his ego and hurt his feelings because he, if he's the one who has to do all the negotiating, he has to be you know front and center with the GM and hear this criticism, which is a valid criticism. The Ravens have had teams the past two years that were in first place on a on a crash course with the number one seed. Okay, and he got hurt and the season was tanked. So any team that's going to invest that money in him is going to have the same concern. And, and now I'm not saying he's injury prone necessarily because these injuries could have happened to anyone. It wasn't like his playing style got him hurt, but the fact is he got hurt and he got hurt for the stretch run of two consecutive seasons where the team was in a position to, to have a great seed. The team was playing well, could go into the playoffs, make noise. And all that fell apart because we didn't have the quarterback. So anyone who's going to invest that money, that has to be uh, at least uh, you know a topic that that is a relevant one when you're negotiating injury guarantees and other and when you're talking about fully guaranteed money and how much over how many years all that it goes back to okay let's look at your injury history you missed ten games in two years in December that's important that context matters it, it is important but again like we keep hearing and some ESPN guy had a tweet tonight that I saw that was. You know, like you said, the the contract numbers are non-starters. I would love to know what the contract numbers are because it's hard for me to say that Lamar's being ridiculous without looking at what he's actually asking for. Because to me, Lamar Jackson asking for $175 million guaranteed signing really isn't all that crazy. And, you know, that's a significant more amount than Kyler Murray got at signing and Russell Wilson got at signing. And those were the, you know, number two and three highest guaranteed signing contracts before this offseason. So, I don't know. I'd love to see the numbers. I think I also disagree that Lamar is killing his market right now because that market didn't exist. Um, He didn't do anything, you know, after the tag was placed on him until, you know, I would say the last week or so that he's really kind of gone off the wall with the trolling and the, you know, Ken, um, Ken Francis shit and the, uh, you know, again today publicly requesting the trade. Like that's been pretty recent. There was no real, you know, desire for his services. And he was pretty quiet about it other than liking some tweets here and there and arguing with uh, Adam Schefter report. Um, And I would not say that that would ever turn a team away from, you know, offering him a contract. So I I just don't think the market that he wants is there, but I I would love to know what he wants. That's kind of what, you know, throws me for a loop here is, is it really that crazy what he wants? Well, okay. Now that he, now that he has, yeah, well, hold on. Now that he has been, now that he has done this and said, and come out and, and pulled the, the, pulled the curtain aside and said, I asked for a trade on March 2nd, the gloves are off. The Ravens need to leak or just come out and say exactly what they've been. This is what he wants. Yeah. Because this is, what we offered. This this is, is nonsense because now it's like, okay, oh, oh, look, Lamar's telling us he asked for a trade. They're doing wrong by him. 
let's why don't we why don't we find out what the real the full context of the situation is before we start jumping uh, to conclusions. Any, anyone here. who is anyone who is shitting on the Ravens front office right now is wrong. And I think anyone who is shitting on Lamar to a degree is wrong. I don't think that you can really have any strong feelings in either direction after looking at what's happened today. Because again, it's we don't know the whole story. We know what Lamar put out there. And honestly, what Lamar put out there was pretty vague and pretty, um, you know, it's jarring when you read, I requested a trade March 2nd, and you kind of want to fly off the handle and overreact. They actually look at it like calmly and read the words. It's a whole bunch of nothing, really. I mean, there's really not much. There's not much substance to that tweet. Other than him saying that I feel like they're not meeting my value and that I wanted to go somewhere else to get my value. But who the fuck knows what that actually means? So he, I, I don't know. I, I don't think he knows what it means either. Because it, exactly, but it, it's you know, it's uh, nobody knows what it means. It's provocative, you know. The fucking, <laughs> uh, it, it's just I, I, I don't, I don't fully understand people's overreactions to this. And we have Grant here, who I'm sure is gonna, you know, go off the rails on a uh, kill the front office tangent, which is what I would love to hear from him now. All right, I got a lot. I mean, I got a lot of topics to hit right now. I mean, there's yeah. a lot going on there. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, now, I mean, what you're here for? I, I I agree with you that in a sense is we don't know what he's really asking. We don't know the difference maker in the contract that's being negotiated with the front office. I have been loudly against the front office. In fact, of the sense that I don't feel like they do enough, and we don't know the money. But it doesn't sound like if, if other ownership is saying that wouldn't even be a conversation starter for us for a contract, then he's probably asking the 300 million and everybody's like, no, that's not happening. That's the only thing I could think of because there are some desperate teams and it it is a weird situation and it's a weird situation. He doesn't have a market. It's a passing league. He's the top weapon that we've ever seen in the game on the offensive side of the ball. He's 26 years old. His injuries aren't, lingering sustaining injuries that are like you know a big time tear or like a hip injury or like something that's going to linger like throughout maybe even be career ending like these are just minuscule lower leg injuries and it could hurt his market and i see will's side of it where you know it is tough it's it's a it's a it's a middle ground of this guy's phenomenal. He gets us to the point, but he always gets us to the point and gets hurt when we're in the middle of the pack and it's draft value at that point. It's like, we always get kind of screwed middle of the pack draft value. Cause we finish up, don't make playoffs or barely. Yeah, We're eight and three and there's three other yeah. eight and three teams. And then all of a sudden we end up, you know, 10 and 10 and seven, nine and eight. And it's not a great traffic. No, I, I yeah. Yeah. And, and with all that, it's like, you know, you see what he puts in front of you. He gives, he's had nobody really with Mark Andrews, cool. But like he's he's the most dynamic player in the league. He wins you football games. He does, he's not a stat pattern. Like he's not gonna go out there like Dak Prescott and throw for 4,500 yards, but then he's got everybody around him that he's you know, he's throwing to CeeDee Lambs, he's got two great running backs, like you know, those types of things. But at the same time, oh now this week Grant wants to talk up the the Dallas wide receivers this week. (laughs) Oh yeah, Brandon Cooks is gonna come in hot because Jerry (laughs) Jones is a great GM. There's and, uh, a reason why he picked Dallas. I was just waiting for a punch. <laughs> Steven, <laughs> Steven Jones. Yeah. But yeah, you got Steven it. Jones. Um, but no, I mean, just all jokes aside, but like he, he, we know what he brings. He's a dynamic. He's going to win you football games. If you put people around him and that's where a lot of the frustrations for people like myself, like, yeah, it's still early on the process, but 
they're at a stalemate because it's like, okay, do I go trade for DeAndre Hopkins, give up the capital for him, and then Lamar decides he's not going to sign or he's going to, you know, sit out or whatever it is. You know, we don't know what he's going to do. We don't know what it, what what's going to happen in the future. But you're putting all this capital into somebody. You got to pay the contract, and then you got whatever Lamar situation is going on. Or you bring them in and then it's going to draw a little more back to you. So like, what is it going to be? What are, like you said, Drew, like what are the, what is the undervaluing undervaluing you as a quarterback and not giving you the help or undervaluing you as a contract offer? Like that is. If Lamar would just come out and say, you guys won't give me $200 million guaranteed. And you made me plan to Greg Roman for three years. I'd be totally sympathetic with him. I would totally say, yeah, you're right. Ask for whatever the fuck you want, man. Like I totally feel you there. But if he's asking for, like you said, if he's asking for $300 million fully guaranteed and wants three all-pro wide receivers and fucking, you know, five all-pros playing the offensive line, like, that's a ridiculous ask. You can't fucking have that. Like, grow the fuck up and figure out that there's, you well, know, a point where you're asking well, for hey, Guys, and, and let's just, okay, I think, you know, for the for the purposes of the podcast to talk about things, it's fine to, like, um, you know, assume that it, it was a deeper meaning, but he said, meet my value. He's talking about the fucking number on the contract. Well, not yeah, about, I mean, that's he, it. He's talking he about is, how much money is. he wants. Okay. But if Lamar is saying, yeah, I want $300 million fully guaranteed. Cause you've given me Sammy Watkins and Deshaun Jackson, Des Bryant as wide receivers the last few years. And you know, maybe if you gave me Deandre Hopkins, I'd take $200 million guaranteed. Is that meeting his value? Like that's the point is like, what is his value? What is he defining it as? If is that's the won? if that's his thought process though, then then I mean that's even more off base than than I thought he was to begin with. To to, to well, I mean to I say, think I need more money because you didn't give me. I need more money because you didn't give me weapons. That's no. Yeah. Well, no. because you're saying we we just went through this that the Ravens were first place teams the last two years. I mean, 2021 they had fucking 25 guys on IR at that point. They were eight and three, and like this year again they were. Eight and four, you know, poised yeah. eight and four, poised to be, uh, you know, potentially win the AFC North, be a top two, three seed in the AFC. We had and a two game hurt. lead, in the AFC yeah. North. and then he gets hurt and it goes to shit because they rely heavily on Lamar Jackson. And so I understand the thought process of I've been your fucking team for four years, pay me like I'm your fucking team. I get, I, yeah, yeah, no, no, I get that, but there is no I've been your team for five years, so pay me 300 million. Um, or get me DeAndre Hopkins and pay me two hundred million. He's he's asking for for two fifty to three hundred, uh, no matter what. Again, well, would it surprise you? If he has his fucking gym buddy, you know, the entire gym in his suitcase, calling fucking teams doing negotiating for him. So is that really that crazy to think that he's you know tying in wide receivers and shit to his value? It's not I, crazy I, I to think, think that. It's not crazy to think yeah. that. But it is. It it's would not crazy, be crazy to think he does it either. It would be crazy or, if he did do that. Well, and that would be crazy. When everything initially came out today, like when he said the March 2nd thing, I got pissed immediately because I'm like, why the fuck would you put the non-exclusive? Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't put that on him unless you're 100% sure you're going to match everything. We've talked about that before. There could there are teams that could outbid us and Ravens are like, no, fuck that. We're not going to pay that. OK, cool. Whatever. We'll move on. They but knew to, that. Though. It, they knew but, that. But but you got you can't take that gamble that if they do do that, you can't take just two first for him. Like that's half. No, that's, like that's, that's, that's and, and you're, like, you're and saying you're I'm having a yourself. half off sale for Lamar. So, yeah. So not only are you selling something for half off, but you're not you're stuck without the most premier position in the game of football. So like you're talking about a fucking unicorn that you're just going to send out and they're going to be, like, OK, well, you know, we got 50 percent well, off of that. Here's the reason the, quor- the quarterbacks in this draft are not Lamar Jackson and they won't be Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson 
Jackson. He's Anthony Richardson is the only guy that's got a shot to be in that realm, and I'm not sure he's that guy, but he's the only one that's got a chance to be that, they, you know, game-breaking they, of a talent. Yeah, they had to use the non-exclusive in this case. They, I don't. Okay, if Lamar had not requested the trade, then I think the exclusive would be, it's like 80-20, the exclusive is the one they use. The But the fact that he requested the trade, they had to do the non-exclusive because they needed Lamar to go out and find and see that the market isn't what he thinks it is, especially because they the timing is important here. He requested the trade right before the combine, and, and maybe it's the same thought process of why he did this tweet today, knowing that all these people were going to be together. But what happened was the opposite of what he wanted. He told them he wanted a trade. They went out there, had conversations with teams, and he he I don't know if he didn't believe it or what, but the the feedback was well, like. We can't do that. Like that's too expensive. No, you know, it's like whatever he wants is too much. That's the feedback then and now. So he keeps trying to do the same to accomplish the same thing, but it keeps backfiring. So I'm t- uh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just that the non-exclusive. What the, their hands were tied with using the non-exclusive because Lamar Jackson was never going to sign with the Ravens because he wanted. He assumed or he was told, or he believed, for whatever reason, that there was a better offer out there. So the only way that he's going to end up back with the Ravens, the only chance of it, is if he's able to explore that market on his own. All right, so wild theory. Steve Biscotti runs a staffing firm. Why can't he just fucking pump the entire gym for Lamar Jackson through one of his fucking marketing companies that he's got? That could be part that of the, that could be part of the discussions now. Hey, like, hey, Lamar, that's what why, I'm saying. You, just why fucking... don't you tell us about your briefcase, man? We, we would have helped yeah. you with this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, just at this point, like, I, I, I'm getting to the point where I'm irritated by every other day. There's some fucking weird-ass Lamar Jackson story on The entire gym was fucking funny for a little bit. I thought it was very funny until actually Jackass Tom found the, uh, they copied and pasted the tonal, um, you know, fucking. And he, he found that uh, all on his own, too. Yeah, I found that all on his own. You know, no racist fed him that to tweet because she's afraid to because she thinks because she's a woman people would shit on her for that. No, but before that, like it was funny. It was it was funny jokes about tonal and you're not tonal the entire gym. And now it's like, oh well, this guy is an idiot, and I can't believe that Lamar Jackson is smart. It's like it's the internet. Just fucking have fun with some shit. Yeah, yeah. And so like then today, you know, he requests the trade, and it's just fucking full blown meltdown again. And like. Honestly, like my timeline was, so I got done with a meeting, fucking opened my phone. I'm like, did a family member die? Like, what the fuck's going on here? And I look and I see everybody freaking out. I'm still a Ravens fan. I'm following Lamar. Like, nobody fucking cares, man. Like, enough <laughs> is enough. Just like, just fucking Lamar, figure it out. Well, I did, a, know, I did, a, I did a farewell t- tweet just in case. You know what's funny? Uh, there was a tweet. There was a story about Lamar before this whole thing happens. This morning, it was like, the Ravens it Dove, aren't. It was Dove climbing. I remember that was the last thing I responded to for one of my meetings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It that. was like and the you... Ravens aren't committed to Lamar, and Lamar isn't committed to coming back to Baltimore. And it was like, oh fuck, we're gonna have to talk about this today. And then <laughs> Lamar was like, uh, nope, I got something better for you. Yeah, it was fucking <laughs> Dove Clayman and uh, Jeremy Fowler, and I think I responded to you sending that with like, oh look, the two terrorists are at it again because that's yep. what they've been doing all fucking off season. That's true. Is you know. This this fucking cyber terrorism of we're gonna light a fire about Lamar and then little did we know Lamar was gonna come and be like oh yeah fuck you too how mad so who, how, how mad are they 
because they thought yeah. they were gonna they were gonna dominate the headlines Fucking, today. You know, <laughs> Billy Billy Spikes thought he was gonna get his clicks today, and then uh, just you know Lamar Lamar took those from him. So, well, but you gotta you gotta respect Lamar's like troll game though, like the timing of both of those elite tweets elite troll and, like, elite troll. Like, yeah, I get, definitely, it. definitely. I get but... the I get the frustration in it, and like I'm like and everything, and I love Lamar, and I love his sense of humor. I love like everything about the dude's awesome, but like that shit is funny. Like I, I okay, even if he leaves, one. I'll be yeah, I'll yeah, be yeah. really sad if he leaves, but that's just funny. It is funny, oh. but but it okay. These are, like you troll when you already have the fucking contract signed, man. You don't troll during your negotiations. You're fucking it up for yourself, and and this is where. You know, this has been a like a main recurring theme of the entire process, dating all the way back to when he said he's not going to have an agent. However, many years ago, an agent would have never let this happen. An agent would have an agent would have done the exact same things that Lamar is doing now with the pumping the personal business with the you know public trade request, but would have done it in a manner that it was media backed and that right. Adam Schefter had that story before Lamar put the tweets out so that Adam Schefter could spin it in a manner to make Lamar look good. Right. And you know, Adam Schefter or fucking Josina Anderson would have had the shit about the entire gym of Lamar's been working out all off season with his buddy Kevin Francis who or Ken Francis who owns gyms and you know, oh, they came up with this idea while he's been grinding in the gym all off season. Well, especially you know, like last off season, remember Lamar added all that that muscle. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect that's perfect marketing. But like you right. need a marketing, you need like a marketing team, and you need your agent to to facilitate this whole thing. And you, yeah, like you don't said, need your you mom need to, and your you brother. To, yeah, you need to put it in the hands true. of the right people who are going to promote it, all that shit. And this is just like Lamar. It's like he's okay. The the strategy itself works because it's the timing that he, they had the timing they have down perfectly they get it they yeah. they know how to seize the moment but they do not know how to execute they do not go to mike florio they do not go to adam Schefter. Right. they do not go to josina anderson and tell them to move beforehand because that's how the media works is that you give them information if michael you scott give them the scoop, michael scott yeah right you get you give it to anybody and they'll they'll, they'll scoop it for you you know you give them the scoop control and the story or the, con- or the story controls you or it controls you no it's it's 100 so, correct so how about on the trade side like i'm hearing that the colts are coming in hot now like if there is a suitor and there's somebody that wants if to come we in, trade him to the colts we're gonna have the fucking i put mayo in my coffee dickwad from kentucky <laughs> and i might kill myself like I'm put. I I don't want Will Levis. I don't want I, Will Levis. I, I All right, hold on. I, hold on. Hold on. I have. Okay. I have. I can lead us into the next part of the podcast. Okay. So we're talking trades, right? Now, mm-hmm. trading Lamar Jackson doesn't necessarily only mean that we're trading for one of those top spots to draft a quarterback. It can mean yep. other things. But okay, here is my my list. I assessed all the the uh, tradable quarterbacks in the league. Okay. Here are the guys I think are definitely available for trade. And this could be interesting. The first one, Aaron Rodgers, because the Jets haven't been able to get this done yet. So, you know, if Lamar Jackson's available and Green Bay thinks, oh, shit, we could do an Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson swap and send a pick. And, you know, like, please, no, please, no, please, no. But it's a it's a it's a it's a wild thing to consider because both quarterbacks want to go. Yeah, so, I mean, again, I don't want fucking ayahuasca fuckboy. Well, and, and there's Pat also there's also a chance that we do a Lamar Jackson trade and and are able to trade for Aaron Rodgers. 
separately no, using some of the trade no, assets. But please, he, no. he, okay, so I'd anyway, rather Will Levis. I'd rather Will Levis. For anyway, stop! Don't do yeah, that! Don't but, do that! But anyway, so okay, don't this do is, little buddy. It's a trap. Yeah, this is the definitely <laughs> available quarterbacks: Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. Those guys, I know for a fact, you could trade for. There's right? one of them that I'd be okay with. Um, which one, Stafford? Well, there'd, there'd be golf. two. I'd be there'd be two. I'd be okay. I'd be okay with Trey Lance. You would be okay with that, him. He, I put yeah. on my list. He, he, I have, he'd I be have dirt a, cheap. He'd I have be a, dirt cheap. They better give be us. They cheap. better give us Debo in that deal. Right, uh, Trey Lance. Brandon Ayuk. Tra- I would rather draft Anthony Richardson than have Trey Lance for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, and so I want you to get into your Matthew Stafford because I have a direct quote that I have to read to you um, at the behest that, of some children. So, okay, so. Matthew Stafford is another one on that list that I I am personally fine with because uh, there's people shitting on him because of last year he had a fucking like basically like a Tommy John elbow injury and the year before he won the Super Bowl and he threw like 45 touchdown passes and 5,000 yards so like all these people talking about Matthew Stafford yuck uh what guy won the fucking Super Bowl two years ago it's crazy so I don't want to fuck this up so I'm going to read the exact quote that I've been um, instructed by do you want to read that now yes once I get up to it. Uh, I, I sent you the beginning of it. They were they were not thrilled with your uh, mock draft that you posted. Okay, I want to also add context to that. I did that mock draft. I sent that to you guys last week before all this happened. It was just like, uh, like a here's a, a Lamar is gets traded like scenario because now you can't even do a seven round mock on on PFF anyway. Okay, so it got sent to the group. It said ignore the mock. This is one of the worst hauls I've ever seen for Lamar. Two seconds for two firsts and two thirds LMAO dog shit ass value. Then Mo added in some dumb shit about Quentin Johnson falling. Um, I told him to say it to your face. He said I did several times and then sent his tweets. Then I go, we're recording an hour. Would you like me to voice any concerns? He said, yeah, that he mistook Lamar Jackson's trade value for Dak Prescott. Just Well, he's ignoring the, the rest too. Like, uh, Who was my comparison earlier? <laughs> there's There's more... Yeah. There, there's way more picks in there. We were getting five picks back. It was two ones, two threes. Uh, and a second this year, I believe. Or No, no, that was one of the threes, wasn't it? Oh, no, no. It, was a second. it wasn't a second. Oh, yeah, it was a second. It was a second. Yeah, so it was a second. So it was, uh, yeah, two ones, two threes, a second and a fifth, I believe. Because we got a fifth this year. So we added another fifth round pick this year. So I don't. For, I don't and Matthew your, Stafford. I don't hate your idea of Matthew Stafford. I don't agree with the way you went about getting him. Oh, and by the um, way, the only reason I, I did that, I only reason I did it that way, I would I like I would have gone with us trading uh two threes. So the twenty twenty four third round pick and twenty twenty five third round pick to get back the first and second. So it would have been instead of two threes, it would have been two ones, two twos, actually two ones, three twos and a five. And Matthew Stafford. But again, so, I don't I don't really care. I'm not like married to this. That like I was I had to like finally say to your friend like buddy i'm not like advocating we actually do this i did this before lamar jackson said he asked for a trade it's just an interesting one especially the way it worked out and we got two of the top wide receivers and everybody i just had a guy respond to the tweet quentin johnson's gonna go before zay flowers okay he was on the fucking board when i did the mock draft guys i don't control the board it was he was there so you know whether it happens or not that's just how the, the board fell and if i can get two of the top wide receivers in rounds one and two, and that's part of that Lamar Hall, I think that's a pretty good return. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a passionate group of children that I try not to cross very often. Passionate um, group of children. 
they're uh they're they're my group of cyber terrorists so i i tend to uh leave them alone and let them to their own devices unless they uh you know unless their business um interferes with mine then i kind of have to put my foot down but uh you know i i, I don't hate matthew stafford if we're going to go that route so my my problem with trading lamar and that entire idea is that our defense is ready to win a championship right now mm-hmm. and so if you're taking a quarterback in the first round this year I think it's got to be Anthony Richardson or C.J. Stroud. I don't like C.J. Stroud. I think that he shies away in big games. Um, I've watched him lose twice to Michigan, which thank you for that, C.J., but also, like, I just kind of, you know, that's a loser thing to do. Ohio State quarterbacks don't tend to work out in the NFL either. Um, Anthony Richardson has the highest upside of anybody in the draft and is also the most likely to bust of first-round picks just because, again, I don't know if he lives up to that. Bryce Young has two written all over him. Um, you I know, agree. again, he's just he's just too small. He, he's very talented. He's very good, but I just don't think he stays healthy. And again, I, I've been very anti midget quarterback, so I feel like I can't sit here and advocate for drafting a midget quarterback. And then again, mm-hmm. I I want I want no I want no part of Will Levis. I don't want he fucking eats bananas with the peel on and puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Keep that guy the fuck away from any football team. Um, did you did you probably, even mention Stroud? Yeah, I said I, I said Stroud. I said you know like I, I would I would take him, but I think he's a loser. I think he's got loser DNA. Um, well, didn't he? Didn't he like when they said like who do you model like who's your like QB role model? And he named Michael Vick and uh, and Deshaun Watson. I was like, yeah. come on, man. There's so did. many of them you could have named, and you picked the worst. So he aspires. Does he aspire to be a criminal? People are asking. I'm not saying he's it, talking but, on no. the field. It's just a a really bad pair. To, is, to like, I mean, of all, like, you could have said I mean, Lamar questionable decision. I, I think, I think he's the clear cut one, though. Like in the whole, like, uh, well, and so my thing with, like, my thing with him is again, like, in big moments, he did not look good. When it came down to a crucial, you know, play or drive to win a big game for Ohio State, he was not the guy. And he also had an elite supporting cast. Um, I mean, he had Olave Wilson. Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jackson Smith and Jigba, who are all going to be first-round wide receivers, you know, potentially two of them are going to be top five picks or top ten picks. So I just – to me, I, I really wouldn't want to – I wouldn't mind drafting him if you're going to take quarterback this year just because, like you said, I think he's the clear-cut number one guy. He's got the lowest floor. But yeah. I'm not – I wouldn't be super excited about him. So I, I don't know. And, again, just keep Will Levis the fuck away from this team. Like, please, I will fucking – I will sacrifice anything you want. Just do not draft Will Levis. All right. Yeah, All I right. agree. I, I got to get back to my list. Okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so <laughs> hold on. What do we think about Jared Goff? No. <sighs> See, I Absolutely spent so not. much time. I spent so much time slandering Jared Goff and, no, no, and me too. Joe Burrow comparisons that I don't me know too. if I can. I, I wouldn't hate it as a bridge. Again, like, as a bridge again. As a bridge because no. as a bridge, he's he's an okay quarterback, but I feel like Stetson Bennett gives you the same thing he does. Well, and if we want to get back to my mock, I did get Stetson, Stetson Bennett in that mock too. So it was a very good mock draft. I, even if you take the trade, I mean, like you can't take the trade out because I used some of the picks. But yeah. uh, if you don't like the trade, whatever. But the fucking mock was great. I know Return. a guy that took. I know a guy that took four naps today that would love that pick walking to his offensive locker room. Yeah, yeah, your buddy Todd. You know. Um. Okay. So Zach Wilson's a fucking no chance. There's no, no, way, we, no, there's no way we would trade for him, and nobody wants him. I want no, no yep. parts of him. Um, Ryan Tannehill, what do we think? No, thank you. No, no. I've spent although a lot of time slandering. I've spent a ton of time. He did make Derrick Henry's career. 
He did yeah, make Derrick right. Henry's Yeah, yeah. He, he made Derrick Henry's J.K. Career. Dobbins' 3,000 yards rushing uh, loading. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I don't want him, but he's, he's certainly ahead of – okay, so here's how I'd rank that group. Aaron Rodgers, number one. Matt Stafford, number two. Jared Goff, number three. Tannehill, four. And then Wilson and Lance. So how can you be sick of Lamar Jackson's hijinks and then want Aaron Rodgers? Is what only I because I only because Aaron Rodgers, you know, is still going to show up and play football. Is and, he though, or yeah. is he going to retire and go host Jeopardy, or is he going to go retire and fucking do ayahuasca and sit in a dark cave for four days? That and if I got to watch the Pat McAfee show to hear things about the Ravens, like I'll I'll kill myself. Yeah, I don't like I that stuff. I don't like that stuff. But if we're talking about an, again, it's a bridge quarterback. That's the most talented one of that group. But why are we going to go from an unhinged again? Lamar Jackson's behavior we have characterized as unhinged over the last two weeks. That's been Aaron Rodgers since fucking day one. He's no, a yeah, fucking loom. I, I, like, no argument. I for just, me. I'm, I have no, no interest in that. Right, everyone in Chico hates him. Everyone in yeah. Chico. Fucking right, hates so, him. At that point, at that point, you might as well go get fucking pull Tom Brady out of retirement and bring him in his fucking that, witch right. doctor. I don't even put him. I, I don't. Yeah, I didn't even mention him in this list of people because I just that. Uh, there's no reason to. So anyway, all right, moving on to the the next tier of the list. It's the possibly available, and that is I came up with three: Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith. No shot at Daniel Jones or Geno Smith. I don't think so because, either because they just signed the deals in the, in well, the, and the dead, dead, cap. dead caps. Yeah, just not logistically yeah. won't work. And Justin Fields does not move me because I feel like you are then trading for a dollar store Lamar. You're I, trading I do, for a I guy do here, wonder. Yeah, I, I wonder about those those contracts. If because the contract, like the they haven't started paying on the contract. You know, like there's no, the games haven't started. Like we haven't gotten into organize. We haven't gotten into any sort of organized. Yeah, but the activities. signing bonus is already paid, so okay. that's dead. That's I just wonder if the, right I do wonder if it's like the the contracts can be voided or anyway. Those are the ones I just came up with out the top of my head. As far as just players who teams might not be fully committed to, if they had an opportunity to upgrade a quarterback. I mean, I think the other one you got to look at is Tua. And I'm not interested in him, but again, I should have put him on there. And the reason I left him off is the same reason because I don't want him. Yeah. But I, I guess I should have put and him on again, there because I did I it think, with Zach Wilson. I think Tua is, you know, one hard hit away from, you know, being confined to a wheelchair for the rest of his life, which I'm yeah. not interested in having. And I don't yeah. think he's that good anymore. So I, I just, I, if you're trading Lamar, I think it's got to be for picks this year. Yeah. I think you're agreed. looking for a top five pick this year. And I think that you really need to be looking at the Texans. Because I don't think you ever want to be stuck in a scenario where you are taking Will Levis, which is what I think happens if the Colts sign him. So if you do get the Colts to bite on an offer sheet and they do, you know, give you some kind of wild offer for Lamar, I just I think you you have to move up to three because I don't think you want to be stuck in a situation where you're taking the last quarterback. Well, at least we would be in a position to do that, though, because we do have two. We have another first round pick. So I think if you if you package one and 22, you can definitely move up. To three. Well, Will Levis would 100% be an EDD pick, and that I would not want any parts of having that being. How do you there. come up with that? He's never even drafted a fucking quarterback. Has he, he would be the guy that he's got the hype, the the arm coming. They're talking about his arm. The, the hold up, hold up. He bit. drafted. He did draft one. He drafted Trace McSorley, who is not tall. So he this this whole theory you have here has just gone out the window. Oh, EDC loves his midgets. Just yeah. uh, he yeah. he'd be a Bryce Young, yeah. uh, my guess. He wants to look at the look eyes everybody of the players. Yeah, I was just going to say the exact same thing. So, 
that's why he dressed the wide receivers he does, and that's why he would take Bryce Young. But I, I want, I want, I, I cannot stress this enough. I cannot put this in writing enough. I want no parts of Will Levis in Baltimore, and so I feel like I'm destined to have Will Levis in Baltimore if Lamar does not work out. Well, here's okay. So also think about this: we could, if we were at four and the quarterback we did not want, or the the quarterback we did want didn't fall, we could trade back and try and. Um, does anybody want Will Levis though? I can't be alone. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't yeah. want. I don't want any of the quarterbacks except Anthony Richards. It's the only one I would be be happy with that we drafted. And I have no idea where he's going. He could go one, or he could go thirty, and I wouldn't That's be true. shocked. That like kind of like Lamar. That like yeah. you don't know where he's going. I, I look at him differently than Lamar because Lamar falling to thirty two, looking back at it, is fucking wild. There's no reason that he should have fallen the way that he did. I mean, he should have been he, – he put up the numbers in college. He proved that he could run a spread offense in college. Like, there was no business of him being, you know, behind Rosen and Darnold. Well, but. and this shit fucking sucks, too, because it, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was nice and cozy thinking the past couple of years that, man, we're going to have this guy forever. You know what I mean? Like, for his for his long term. And then now we're, like, sitting here stressing out. I mean, do we got to take fucking Will Levis? Are we going to get Matt Stafford? Are we going to get Carson Wentz? We're going to get Matt – like, yeah, we, like right. th- this shit sucks. Like, it, it straight does. up it does it's it's awful and the thing like i would love to come on here and say that it's this person's fault and crush who it is whether that's edc whether that's scotty whether that's lamar's mom whether that's lamar himself i don't even know like i don't know who you even blame in this situation i feel like it's just this like fucked up stalemate situation where both sides have dug their heels in and we do not have some saving grace from the outside coming to bail us out Oh, and if I see one more fucking Patriots person tell me that Lamar's going to the Patriots, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. That's okay. Hold on. Said it. That's another Mick one. He's Mill not on the it. list, but we better not yeah, fucking fuck trade for Mac Jones. No, no, no. It's not. Bill Belichick would not pay Tom Brady $35 million a year. The guy who had won him six rings, who took that franchise from on the border of moving to fucking St. Louis, and literally the Patriots exist today because Drew Bledsoe almost died from that hit on the sidelines. Like, Tom Brady made that franchise what it is, and they lost him over, like, $6 million and them not making him feel like he was worth it. And you're telling me that he's going to give Lamar $50 million and make Lamar feel like he's worth it? Like, come on. Like, let's be fucking reasonable here. Let's not be fucking stupid and push these nonsense media narratives. And, yeah, fucking Meek Mill, you got fucking murdered by the actor from Degrassi. And you're sitting over here texting Robert Kraft about, you know, go get Lamar Jackson. Fuck you. Pissing me off. That that, that fucking, that that pissed me off today. I also have Patriots fans in my ear. Yeah, well, yeah, I got fucking dumbass, retired Patriots fans in my fucking ear. Tom. (laughs) It had to happen. Real life. life, No, yeah, well, I mean, if you saw saw his face, you'd agree with what my verbiage of calling him that. (laughs) Good friend of mine, so it's okay. It's where where I'm allowed to call him that. It's a generally agreed upon term. But another Michael Scott. Fucking, another Michael yeah. Scott. Yeah, I just can't. I, I I can't deal with the Patriots fans. I'm gonna fucking kill one of them. So just Lamar's not going there, and Redskins fans too. Like you're you're or Commanders. You know you're you're not signing Lamar. Shut up. PFT no, they're riding with they're riding with Brissett and uh, Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Yeah, that's what fucking the GM Martin Mayhew said today. Yeah, no, see one we don't more want PFT. Lamar. I see one more piece. Which, speaking of the commanders, well. Will still has me thinking about a possible Diami trade. I would love that. I'd I'd be totally up for that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just. I, I'm. That would be that would be the guy, but I would love that move. Oh yeah, but you hate Nelson Aguilar. 
he man, we we got the real life Clifford Franklin. Like he's fast as bullets, but go ahead and let old stone hands come in. He is your wide receiver four. The I'm meltdown cool with that. that the meltdown that signing him caused on Twitter, he has a one point five million dollar cap hit. That didn't come out at the time. That didn't come out at the time. Because when I saw that, I'm like, fuck yeah, it's it came out at the time there was a three and a half million dollar contract, so you knew his cap hit was three and a half million dollars at most. That's too and much now it's that. come out that it's lower than that. But like, I mean, fuck guys, like take a fucking chill pill. You you had well, the fucking yeah. you know, well, the apparently we don't have money and we can't sign people well, because Lamar's not signed yet. But yeah, and, and, you, well, people well, were saying and, we can't sign. Um, we got to match a sixty well, million dollar no, contract. No, but but a lot of the people, and this is not directed at you necessarily, Grant. But there's a lot of people who were like. Now we can't even re-sign Demarcus Robinson. The same people who were like fucking Demarcus Robinson all season, like, oh, we Demarcus Robinson a, ca- I like a camp cut, a camp cut. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think this is about you, but I, you know, it's about other people. We know who, but people who were bitching about Demarcus Robinson all year long now would love to have fucking Demarcus Robinson be wide receiver three, wide receiver four, but like we can still re-sign Demarcus Robinson. I, it, you know, the 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 wide receiver. You know, the group Honestly, they said they're going to rebuild. They've signed one guy so far. If you think that's what they meant, then, I mean, I cannot help you. I just can't. I help. hope that's not but, what they meant. And I hope it's not a post He said it today. Post. He said it's the first move. There's there's more to come. And once again, and that's exactly what I said. So I hope it's not a mid-round receiver from, like, Fresno State or Utah State or something. And then a post-June 1st geriatric cut, like, that, they're and, and I ha- I'll have you know that Devontae Adams is a third round pick for Fresno State, Bucko. So oh shit, yeah, I think about that, been shoved up your yeah, ass. I know so that's why. Bitch. But how many how many Devonte? That's why I said it. But how many Devonte Adams do we have? You're not. We you know, how many have just takes one. Then just takes one. Just takes one. Exactly. All it takes is one, Bucko. Yeah. All it takes is one. You know. Again, you just need some hardworking guy to come in and fucking you know take his snaps and and start doing well. I just. <laughs> like drug so, there are yeah i i want him gone i don't care what the costs are you know you want to fucking appease people like me you send him to the fucking moon you trade him to the cfl for a bag of balls call it a day i don't even know if we can trade the cfl but figure it out make it work send him to uh fucking cole jackson's town get him the fuck out of baltimore i don't know i'm just our our fan base too is driving me up a fucking wall i feel like i would be much more calm and much more rational about this you know, trade shit and like our, our team's future at wide receiver. If I wasn't reading just stupid opinion after stupid opinion, after stupid opinion online, it's gotten to be like enough. Like why, why do we have people speak for Ravens fans who can barely form a sentence springing guarantees, you know, fighting over dumb shit like that online. You can't even fucking read a tweet. You don't know anything that you're talking about. Like, let's just, let's just fucking stop. Like just close your mouth for a week and let something happen. We all on board with that. Yeah. I, totally. I, yeah. got to, I got told that I shouldn't have a podcast because Lamar, we're going to match a sixty million dollar contract year one. Oh, for who, told, Lamar. who told you that? I missed. I missed this. I didn't come to your. It was one. Of, it was one. Yeah, you did. It was the one minion that you came in on. Oh, the um, all mac and cheese guy. Yeah. No. 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 The more recent one, or was it the mac? And, no, it was the more recent. I, one. I don't know. Mac and cheese guy is a new new minion that I found, but his account made me laugh, so I had to follow. 
No, I think this was the second, the one from like the yesterday or something. I don't know. I can't keep up with. It. I trolled and they try to troll me, and I'm like, you got four followers and a weird. You don't have your face on there. That's cool. Yeah, you but, got uh, four followers and it's always yeah. Me. It's one of them. I thought it was one of yours because he said the R word, and I was like, he's like, call me a fucking dumbass and shit. And I'm like, you're the one sitting here thinking the Ravens gonna match a sixty million dollar contract year one. You dumb fuck. Like what? <laughs> I mean, they all have something in common. They all follow me, so clearly they're intelligent. But yeah, yeah, yeah. well, well thought out individuals. I don't know. I just and then even Harbaugh. I want to get to this because um, I, I made some waves tweeting that video of him smirking while he's talking about Lamar. I feel like he knows something, or he's trolling us. He's pissing me off. I know you're an anti-Harbaugh guy, Grant, but like fucking during the you know they're talking about Lamar, and he's like, I want him to be here long term, and he stops and smiles. Like, what do you know? Just fucking spit it out. Like tell us. Get, I'm yeah. getting set. I'm getting impatient. Uh, I'm getting to the impatient, you know, phase here because this has got to be solved by draft day. We're 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 getting into a tight window here, and I don't know if this is Lamar's last ditch effort trying to make something happen, and that uh, in the next week we're going to get a resolution. Because um, that's that's kind of my my big my big takeaway here is I think something happens soon. I think that we've kind of uh, there's no more cards for Lamar to play. There's no more cards for the Ravens to play. It's either. You know, an offer comes or an offer doesn't, and he's either signing the franchise tag or we're moving him somewhere. Uh, we we he's played so so many cards now that we never saw coming. Who knows if there's if he has any more cards to play? Like, there are what, there what are else? no more cards that are going to benefit him, but who knows if he has more? You know, but like what else can he do up his sleeve or whatever? I don't know, like, but what? like who knows, dude? With after the fucking entire gym, anything can happen. But it's the entire gym in a suitcase. It's, and it's got a spe- it's got a speaker on it too, and a place and to an iPad. iPad. iPad is included, by the way. I mean, cool, it's, but like, how do you get it in and out of the car? Is the biggest question. If the entire gym's in there, you pick you pick it. Yeah, yeah you pick it it, up, you there's it a ground. fucking I mean, weight limit it. on the suitcase. It's part of the workout. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, man. <laughs> I think it's a brilliant idea. I'd never fucking buy one. I'd fucking die if they did the commercial and then they started using it like a Mary Poppins bag and were like pulling out like assault bikes and like rowing machines. And if like Lamar this- week one, if Lamar week one is on the field warming up with the entire gym, my life is complete. In Baltimore week one, warming up with some fucking bands coming out of a suitcase with, I don't know, Kodak Black playing on his or Low Shimmy playing on that fucking iPad. We've, we've I don't made know. It. I think I think EDC should put it in the in the uh, contract that the the entire gym is not allowed uh, anywhere near Ravens property. You were right, Alex Guerrero. Alex, gym. <laughs> yeah, Alex Guerrero was allowed at Patriot Place. There's until he wasn't, he got kicked out. Yeah, he got kicked out because he was trying to fucking push juice that cured cancer and diabetes and heart disease. Well, Ken Francis and Lamar are trying to get people Ken to Francis, blow, Ken blow their backs out, a, lifting a goddamn four hundred pound suitcase. Upstanding businessman trying to revolutionize how people work out at home. Like seriously, disgusting that you compare to Alex. Bear. How the fuck? How, like th- that thing's got to weigh two, two hundred, three hundred pounds. How are you getting? How many, how many plates do you think are in there? It's got the entire gym. The entire gym is in there. How you get entire gym? How are you going to lift if you can't? If you don't have pounds. weights in there? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, all I'm saying is that that is a lifestyle altering piece of equipment. That if you buy the entire gym, you are committing to carrying around a 300-pound suitcase and going to the beach to work out. So you are you are making some serious life changes. That is there. the other weirdest thing about the whole product. If you pull that thing the, to the beach. Well, like that's what the commercial the, If you have the entire gym at your house, why are you gonna get in the car and take it somewhere else to go work out with it? Why don't you just fucking work out at your house with it? Because that's not the entire gym lifestyle. 
you want to meet up with your buddies who have entire gyms as well. And then you guys go set up a little place somewhere and work out. You can go to a regular gym or you can go to your own entire gym. When you said you sent me a text because I I got sidetracked and you're like, yeah, you're uh, missing, you're missing Ken Francis. Yeah. But you were like, you, you got trolled. And I was like, I got trolled. Like, is this, did, was I targeted or something? What is this? I felt like I was in the fucking twilight zone or something. And then all I saw was like the clip of the video and it was the fucking camera is filming these people playing football and then pans over and Lamar Jackson is he's fucking. Yeah. Cause you, like, you went, I thought, you I, thought the... I thought it was a fucking Saturday night live skit or something like this yeah, can't cause... be real. Because you saw the the Ken Francis, you know, reached out to teams and league memo shit. And then you saw that and then you went dark for a while. So I was like, oh, we'll miss the best part of this, the entire gym. He was planning his attack. Oh, God. No, was... I, yeah, no I, yeah, I had the, the master key video that on, I sent you. Yeah, but I had other <laughs> things going on. But then when I look, I'm like, I, everything, I, I was seeing everything all at once. And I'm like, then I'm trying to figure out, was this like a, a Twitter blue account, like a fake Tom Pelissaro? that tweeted that in the first place. Like it was the memo fake. I was like, did I really get trolled? And I'm like, no, no, all of this is real, but I just have like 40 people who renamed their account. Ken Francis tweeting at me now that, that they <laughs> trolled me. I'm like, what the fuck? You didn't troll me. Like the, this really happened. You no. just, you yeah. missed, you missed the punchline. You, you fell, didn't... you fell for the, you fell for the bait and then went away and missed the punchline of the bait. It was really a problem. Yeah, you, so you troll not... might've been the wrong word. You did not black out and wake up in a dorm room. You were good. You were just there for it. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that today. Oh, God. All right. Well, uh, uh, do we have anything that we missed? Uh, probably. I just, there's been too much. It's just, and, and, and I'm sure over the weekend, I, I think we've covered it to this, to this point. I'm, I'm sure Max is going to put this up tomorrow. And then by the time he puts it up tomorrow, there's going to be, Whatever the fuck. I don't think that there's another step to this. And then all of a sudden, Lamar's going to come out with, like, fucking starting an OnlyFans account or something. I don't even <laughs> fucking know what he would do at this point. Oh, my God. Nothing, nothing would shock Man, him. with all he the well, he kind, that he, That's kind of well, what he Instagram did today. And everything. Oh, yeah, that's right. The fucking the oh, site yeah, or whatever. up with me on my fan, fan site. What, what the fuck? Just tweet. Fan site. Yeah. Man. yeah. I didn't, even, I didn't even consider for one second clicking on that link and going to that website. Well, When's no. his interview going to drop? That's what I'm wondering, too. God knows what's in that thing now. Right? Yeah. Is it him and Ken just fucking talking about the entire gym? Is it like him talking right. about in, you know, fucking February of 2020, he asked for a trade? Like, I don't even know. Like, who the fuck knows what's in it at this point? And when is that just... other press? when's that press conference? April 5th? Oh, I don't even know. What's April 5th? The EDC press conference. Oh, is he yeah. talking about oh, the, the Liars luncheon or whatever? Right before the draft, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if he talks, if he talks, then I guarantee you, five minutes before he gets in front of the podium, there's going to be something that happens online. Because that just seems to be how this fucking works. The OnlyFans announcement. Yeah, that's right, man. With all the fucking the spiritual quotes that man puts on his fucking Instagram and his Twitter and all that about believing in Jesus, that motherfucker puts on the OnlyFans. That'd be some wild ass shit. That'd be funny. That'd be really funny. Okay, you can't even you you can't even you know say it's not going to happen. It's just been we're we're past, we're past the point of being able to say there's no chance that this happens. All of a sudden, he comes on after further deliberation. I've decided to renounce my Christianity, and now I'm a Satanist. At every press conference, I'm put on black and white makeup. 
I mean, I can't tell you that it's not going to happen because it's just been a, a fucking it's been a roller coaster. Fucking kangaroo court. That's why I call it. Fucking kangaroo court. Need a break from that shit. Fucking yeah, seriously. Seriously. Sign, yeah. sign on the fucking dotted line. Sign Do on the something dotted or line. no, man. Sign some fucking contract. Make some something happen. I don't know. Give me, fucking, sign the contract. Yeah. Bring me DeAndre Hopkins so I can shut the fuck up. That's all I want. Exactly. I or want Portland, next week. Portland Sutton. I want next week when we record that, that it's just we get back to normal and it's an hour of bullying Grant for saying that Jerry Jones is better than Eric Tocasso. Yeah. Can uh, I just can I have that? Can I just one have makes that? things happen? Yeah, and one needs to make things happen so I can make that happen. <laughs> just, <laughs> it just needs to happen. And, <laughs> anywho. Yeah, you just don't want you don't want to confess your love for Jerry Jones on. No, I just don't want you to be right. I just don't you want you to be right. Doesn't doesn't matter what it is. I don't want you to be right. <laughs> I dig it. Anywho, I just can't. I can't have it. Yeah, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. We will be back to fucking figure out some more of the bullshit on the internet. But meanwhile, time for me to die. Oh! See ya. Down down thirty two. Thirty two.